Welcome back to Magnet Movers, Australia's favourite sporting podcast. My name's Johnny Bowen, joined as always in the studio by my colleague, co-host and friend, Josh Danger Ranger. Josh, good evening. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening to the uh, Magnet Movers community. It's good to be here and hopefully they're all surviving this uh, this weather, mate. This up and down weather, I tell ya. Mate, the wind this morning was apocalyptic. Well, well, then the rains, mate, this afternoon were apocalyptic. Nah, I dodged it. I, I tell you, <laughs> mate. But you knew after yesterday was such nice weather, mate, you know. It was it was almost beach weather yesterday. Oh, and, it was. And today is batting down the hatches and trying to survive sort of weather. No, so absolutely. Don't know what's going on, mate. But no, it's, it's good to be here. How's your, how's your week been, mate? What's been happening? Mate, until about an hour ago, I was having the best week of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, things were going along. Cricket, yeah. one day World Cup, something to watch every night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, some other stuff. Yep. Don't really know. Oh, hello. Someone came knocking. Who, who's at the door? ATO. Oh, the tax man. They've whacked me. Oh, no. I don't like the tax man. No. I mean, oh, man. So, the I'm jo- in the depths. The joys of being an adult, I've mate. booked in a couple of sessions with you. You have, mate. And uh, we're going to move past it. But, we mate, are. how are you? How's your life? Yeah, no, I'm going all right, mate. I'm going all right. There's plenty of sport on as you touched on to, to watch at the moment, which is nice. Like, I love this. I love the trade period. Oh, you how know, good is there's, it? There's so much content to take in and so much is just rubbish. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's so it's great. It's part to, of the fun. It's so great. Listen to hypotheticals. We've got NFL... NHL started yesterday. Don't mm. talk about that though, because my Jets got done today. Because, um, yep. you know, the goal they decided to, you know, just let in goals all the time. Thanks. Never, Thanks to him. Never a great idea. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's just good to, you know, have lots of sport options at the moment. True. So it's it's nice. Mate, let's let's chat about the NFL. Let's chat about the trade period. Yeah, it's heating up. Oh, mate. Is there is there two weeks of more hypotheticals in any space of the world? How great <laughs> is it? The during a trade period of a major sport like the AFL. It's I'd say there's so many storylines that come out, isn't there? Yeah. Um as what sort of caught your eye so far in the trade period, mate? Well, the big one, and I think it came out pretty much as we were recording last week. Mm. We we sort of missed it, was the Aaron Norton deal. Huge. Re signing at, at the Bulldogs yep. for eight years. Eight. Eight. For a twenty three year old sort of uh up and comer, you could call it. <laughs> yep. I don't know if that's harsh, but yep. um no, unbelievable. And then the, the fallout of that was you you heard about some of the offers that came for him. Mm. Sydney, 10 years and $11 million. That's crazy. And there was a, apparently a rumoured similar offer from, from the Weagles, West oh, Coast. Oh, yeah, okay. And then Collingwood and Geelong both had a sniff. Yeah, okay. Uh, to the astronaut. But anyway, the dogs did enough to hold on to him. Big Eight money. Years. Eight years. What are you thinking? I think that's a long time for a player that isn't very well proven. Like... Mm. We're not talking about a generational talent here, I don't think. Like, he's don't know, he's good, but, yeah. like, I don't think he's signing up for eight years on, I'm assuming, very good coin. Like... Elite coin. I'm assuming that... I'm assuming it's on a 400 grand year contract. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on peanuts. Right. He's going to hate the he's a, like he's, a, he's the lowest paid player in the league. <laughs> I'm assuming he's on, you know, I, I mean, you'd, you'd be assuming, what, probably one? One million a year, do you reckon? Yeah, at least. So, um, it's, it's, it's very good coin. I'm... I'm I'm a little bit surprised so many teams were, were coming with such big contracts for him. That's like he's not the top two or three forwards in the league. No. Would you say Mitch Lewis is above him? I would say of course I would. No, I I'd, I actually would. I'd say I'd say they're probably equal with what they've shown so far. Yeah. And I don't think Mitch Lewis ain't commanding that. And I wouldn't have thought Mitch Lewis would be getting ten year offers. There's nothing surer. Like I, I for, for me the I guess the two younger forwards you could offer them to would be I mean they're two of our favourite players Oscar Allen and and uh, Nick uh, Larky 
Soof. They're probably the two that you can maybe nah. say they've shown enough to give a big offer to. They're both better than him as but, well. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But those two are both better than him. Yeah. And even then, I think you'd have a hard sell giving them a 10-year, 10, 10 $11 million deal. Like, So I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that Norton's commanded so much. Um, but what it does mean is I love to be the player manager right now for those, those forwards we just mentioned. Yeah. Because boy, oh boy, you'll be getting that your forwards are a pay rise, I'd imagine now. They'd be saying, hey, if he's worth this much, I'll be getting that, thanks. Well, do you so, know who's going to come knocking? Who's going to come knocking? Jamara. Because well, he's 23 next year. Well, there's talks that, he might, that teams are going after him now. He's gone. He's apparently. Well, apparently my boys are going after him, the Hawks. We'll oh, have a good look at him. Well, you don't rate him, so you'd hate that. Well, he's better than Jack Krasinski, so, you know. No, he's <laughs> worth pick 25. <laughs> We'll touch on it. Uh, I reckon it's straight swap then. For Jamara. <laughs> I, I reckon, and I, I said this to you a few months ago, I think Jamara's the only player currently in the AFL that could kick 100 goals. Uh, I'm about him. I think he's better than Norton. Okay. And so if I'm every other club, oh. there should be 17 phone calls to Jamara's manager. Yep. Oh, imagine, he's oh, scary. Imagine him at Melbourne. Mm. Yikes. Mm. I don't like the look of that. I don't think Melbourne, else. Melbourne can afford him, that can they? Well, have you heard the rumours that Melbourne, after getting rid of Grundy, Harms, James Jordan, and uh, someone else off their books, mm. they've got like $1.4 million spare in their salary cap? Yeah, okay. I reckon there's a world where, come middle of next year, mm. they're going very hard for someone like Jamara. Mm. So, it'll be, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see what happens in that space. Yeah, it's, it's. I can't believe they have that much cap space. I heard this. I, I mean, I've, sure I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen the spreadsheet. I wouldn't mind a look. <laughs> if anyone wants to sort of flick it over, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a look. See and let you know. But no, nah, yep. apparently that's what they got. There you go. Um, yeah, look, they. I mean, I, I'd imagine. I mean, how many years has Cosy Pugh got left on his contract? I think they just redid him for Did two they? more. Yeah, okay. Like, and then you got Van Roy, and who who they really like, and he he'd be getting a bit of a pay rise as well. I think he's on a rookie deal still because this year is his second year. But so he'd be coming off that though. Three years for a rookie or two? I'm not sure, but even still, like if he's coming yeah. off in the next year, that's when we're, they're looking at you know yeah. throwing him out at Jamara. Yeah, but they, Van Ryan's not Jamara. Well, no, but they probably don't want to lose. Like you, you'd want to keep both Van Ryan and Jamara, wouldn't you? Yeah, like, you wouldn't want to get um, one to lose the other. I don't think so. Mm. Um, oh, look, it's it's interesting. So, it but is. apparently mate, they're going to go after Harley Reid though as well with all their picks. So we're, we're, we're hearing. So mate, they're they're in everything at the moment, Melbourne. They're one of the big talking points. So, they are, mate. They are. Um, no, but just quickly before we move on from Norton, what do you what do you think he's worth? Like if you're a if you're the, the list manager, what are you honestly offering? I'm probably sort offering. Of contract? Well, because. There's always the go home factor to West Coast, mm-hmm. but I'm going to gamble that he doesn't want to go there because uh-huh. they're a bit of a rabble. Sure, <laughs> yeah, no offense. Yeah, uh, I'm offering him six years. Yep, eight hundred a year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the CBA is going up. Yep. So eight hundred isn't what it was five years ago, mm-hmm. and, and is going to be sort of still well above average, but mm-hmm. I think not ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think six years gives you as the club the opportunity to spread that out. Mm-hmm. You can pay him less and more depending on where your list is at. And Bulldogs are quite stacked with talent. So yep. that the flexibility of six years will be good. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, he's about worth about 800 mm. with where the, the salary cap's going. What are you offering? Yeah, no, I was sort of thinking 750 to eight. I was probably thinking five years. Okay. I, I don't want to go six. Yeah. Like to, um, you can still trade him. Well, yeah, but if he's rubbish in three years, no one's going to want a contract of 800 grand. Yeah, but he'll be 26. 
Yeah, but he's coming into his prime. Yeah, but what if he's kicked Should I be his manager? <laughs> Maybe he should be. Well, his manager got him eight years, so probably not. <laughs> I was about to say his manager went all right, didn't he? <laughs> but mate, let's uh, you, one of the one of the teams you mentioned, mate, that offered him mm. big coin was the Swans. Yes, who, who they're known for doing this. Um, with you know, such as uh, with, with Buddy, for example, but they've been busy this uh, this period, mate. Absolutely. What have the Swannies been doing, mate? Yeah. Well, so far to date, yep, they've got four four players in. Yeah, they've they done all right. Joel Hamling out of Freo. Yep, they got good little pickup. James Jordan out of the D's. Yeah, not a bad pickup. And then they've got Taylor Adams out of the Pies. Yep, and Brody Grundy out of the D's. Yeah. So they've done well. Bit, bit there, mate. And they've they've really like they've lost pretty much nothing for these players. Yeah, very little. Have they? Nah, very little. They've done it well. Surprising was Taylor Adams. Were you mm. shocked when you read that? I, I was, and then I was shocked at how because it, it, that's done, isn't it? Done. I was shocked at how quickly they got done. Like when I heard that, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is what we're going to hear about for the whole trade period." Mm. Then it was forty-eight hours later, all wrapped up. So I was a little bit shocked though. Um, that I was surprised he wanted to go a, a little bit. I thought he, you know, sort of liked it at Collingwood and vice captain. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised to see him go. Yeah. What, I, what about you, mate? You're obviously the the one, the Collingwood fan who yes knows a bit more about him. Yeah. So he's been my favourite player for oh. across sort of 2017, 18, 19. Like I just I loved how how he played. So mm. pretty attached to him. But I think Collingwood's midfield sort of went past him a bit. Okay. And I think getting in Tom Mitchell was kind of the nail in Taylor Adams' coffin. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't have those two in the same midfield because they're quite similar. Mm-hmm. And obviously. Tom Mitchell was healthy at the right time and got the nod in the grand final, played well in the grand final and is subsequently a premiership player and Adams didn't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I heard today on the radio that Adams actually reached out to Sydney wow. and, and another club in grand final week. Wow. So he was keen to go as soon as he wasn't fit for yeah, the grand wow. final. So I find that to be mm. fascinating. But no, I'm, I'm happy for him to leave. I don't think he was going to get much of a game in our yep. midfield. Yep. And... Um, Gives us an opportunity to play like a younger player in that half forward role that we're putting him in later in the year. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Three years, I think that's Obis. Yep, he's very injury prone. He is. So he loves a good injury, but he's a good player when he's when he's up and going. And I think he'll be good at Sydney. So good on him. Yep. No, I, I think I think you're fair. No, I've been impressed with Sydney, and I think I, I think what I've been impressed about is they've just got them done. Yeah. Is most teams, you know, they're, they're not like, telling stories. <laughs> most, but, but let's be honest. Most deals get done in the what the last hour of the trade period. Yeah, like we can have a trade period of six months, and we're still going to end the last hour. <laughs> we can have a trade period of two days, and it'll be the last hour. It like, would be. You're right. Whereas Sydney have gone and said, "This is all we want. Let's just get it done." Yeah. So I've, I think what I've appreciated about Sydney is they've just been professional about it. They're like, "Let's just get this done now." Yeah. So I think I think they've done really well though. Like that, and they've still got. Most of their uh, draft capital, you know, I think they've done well. They might, I mean, who knows if they keep or trade those picks? But you know, I think they've, I think they've done well to, to keep sort of what they what they have there. So I think they've, I think they've done really well. The Swans and yeah, I think they're looking good for next year. Like we saw the back half a lot of this year, they were they were really like really competitive. They're really good. Mm. They've gone and got that rack that they needed. Yeah, they've added a bit of you know midfield depth, especially with the you know their, their captain out. That that helps. You mm. know, I, I think. I think they've gone about it really well. So, yeah. um, I think they're looking good for next year, the Swans. Imagine if they had got Norton for oh, 10 mate. years. Boy, oh boy. I would have put him at centre-half back. <laughs> I would have put him on the bench, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon the old green vest for him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, they're, they're, going, they're going all right, mate. 
Mate, so what I want to talk to you about is the number one pick. Yes. So we know it's going to be Harley Reid. Can you can you imagine if pick one wasn't Harley Reid by some chance? Yeah. Like, talk about one of the greatest uh, draft shocks of all time. But pick one is going to be Harley Reid. Yes. We know that. We do. So the question I've got for you is, where is Harley Reid going? So the the obviously right now pick one is held by West Coast. Mm-hmm. So West Coast are the favourites. Yes. But you've got North Melbourne who have half the picks of the draft, of mm-hmm. the first round of the draft, looking to get him. Perhaps. They have so many picks. So, so many. And then did you, then they absolutely lowballed West Coast with their first offer. Well, uh, I haven't seen him. Oh, was it? It, was, it was four first rounders. It was pick like 15, 18, 19 and a future first or something. So, so they would have had pick one, two and three. Yeah, so they're trying to keep pick two and three, get West Coast pick one. And West Coast is like... Oh, no. I reckon they only have to part with one of those top two, though. Yeah, but they have to part with one of them. <laughs> West Coast are going to be like, oh, yeah, some late first rounders for a generational talent. That, that sounds like a reasonable deal. Yeah, um, they should have done it. <laughs> it was over. So, yeah. <laughs> so th- they're a chance. Apparently, uh, uh, another uh, contender is the Ds. Mm. So they've got picks, uh, I want to say six, uh, pick six. Which will get pushed out, but yeah, it's Frio's pick. And they've got pick... 11. 11. And they've got their future first next year. They do. So they're apparently offering that for, for pick one. Mm. You've then got, I guess you could put the Hawks in there. Oh, we're not going to get it. But they, we've got pick, what will be pick four, future first next year, Tyler Brockman. Um, you know, that's probably about it. I don't, don't think we'll get it done. But yeah. I, I think they're probably... That's a note from me. I think they're, <laughs> I, I, would they be the only contenders? I think that's it. Well, rumour had it the Bulldogs wanted to try, but I think... They're, they're probably a little bit short as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you've named the contenders. Mm. Where's it going? Who's getting, who is drafting Harley Road? I'll be shocked if it's not North Melbourne. Okay. And I look, there's some people in the media that reckon that North Melbourne shouldn't even trade and just say to West Coast, go on and pick him because rumour has it that West Coast don't want to pick him. Because he, if he doesn't want to come, what's the point of picking him? Yeah. Um, so that would be the best outcome. If they just hold their nerve... Mm. And there's a, a West Australian supposed to go pick two or three. I think it's Daniel Curtin. Yep, yep. Um, if they held their nerve, imagine that, and they pick mm. and they pick Curtin to pick one and get Reed with two or three. Mm. That would be unbelievable. Yep. I think they'll trade. I think they'll have to trade three. Yep. And I reckon it will be like three, fifteen, and nineteen will get it done. Yeah. Okay. So that's my that's my assessment. Mm. I hope it doesn't go to Melbourne, mm-hmm. only because their midfield stacked. And they don't, like, this This guy's going to be like a Degoe Petrarca type. Dusty. They're, mm. they're calling him. Like, he's going to be mid-forward. Mid they don't need that, really. Like, Cosy Pickett started to play that role last year. No, but they Petrarca play already plays that role. They can play him as a permanent forward. Yeah, but he's on big body at 18. Like, yeah, but their forward line sucks. That's their issue. Yeah, like, Jamara next year. <laughs> you better have Jamara. Yeah, you're right. Him there and Freeze there... will be fine for the ball. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... No, nah, I hope it doesn't go to Melbourne. If they get it, all power to them. But, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, mate? I don't think your deal will get it done. Of would you say? 3, 15, 18? Yeah. I think it has to be 3, 15, 18 and a future first. I don't think it gets it done. I don't think... Cause for, and I think at this stage, I think it's going to go to West Coast. I think West Coast will pick him. Mm. I think, like, he's been... He's been pretty open that he's happy to go to West Coast. Yeah, he has. He seems like he wants. He's happy to go there, and so as long as West Coast trusts that, and I think they do. Like, and normally you you, you get a vibe of a player who does or doesn't want. Like, there was always talks about Jason and Francis not want to go north. Yeah. Like that was always clear. But was there talks about Chris Judd? 
Well, no, but he got he played a long time at West Coast. Like he won them seven a, years. He won, he won them a flag. Like I think if you told West Coast right now, would you take seven years in a flag with Harley Reid? They'll be like, oh yeah, we'll pick him. That's what we're going to get. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you're not going to get his full career. So yeah, if you're getting the flag out of him, mate, that, that's all you want. But this Daniel Curtin guy that you, you're going to get, you're going to get his full career. Yeah, but he's not a Harley Reid. He's a he's the defender, isn't he? Yeah, but he could flop. Like he's a decent defender, but well, mate, the the, the centre half back market is huge at the moment. That intercept defender. Yeah, so is the generational talent market. But they're all generational <laughs> talents. So, like, how many pick ones have been flops? It's true. I, I think I think at this stage, West Coast should take him. Yeah, unless they get an offer of four picks, including a one that picks in the top two or three. Hmm. That, that's where I'd be I'd brave. Be... Imagine after one year he goes, nah, I don't like it here anymore. I mean, they've got the new rookie deal, so he's got to stay for three years. Yeah. As a and first and again, we saw that, like, they all still got a good deal for Jason Horn Francis. True. Like, they'll still True. get a good deal for Harley Reid, yeah. as long as he shows something. And, like, again, he's played well at the VFL. Like, he's not... I can't see him being a complete dud. Mm. Like, when he played the VFL level, he played well. Yeah. So, like, he should be able to show something in his first year or two that he'll still be worth a fair bit on the tray table. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it, mate. I think it's a good point. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Mm. Really, but, um, yeah. I'd... The draft's not far away. It's is about five weeks. Yeah, six weeks. It's it's right in November. Yeah. Do you reckon there's too big a gap between the trade period and the draft? Um. Well, you couldn't have it yet because they're, they're all at school still. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I guess it's got to be. I guess that's why. Yeah. I was sort of thinking like, could we have it early early November? But I forgot about the exam factor. Yep. Mm. So, yeah. So no, that's a good call, mate. Thanks, good mate. Call. Um. So, so at this stage, your guess is north. You're going to go north. I'm going north. Yeah, yeah no, I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go west coast. I think. Okay. I mean, it just depends if North offers a good enough deal or not. Like, well, that's that's but, you saying north it. But I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think they will. I, I just couldn't believe their first offer. So yeah. I'll go. I'll go west coast. Yeah. Okay. Mate, talk to me about uh, about Tom Mitchell. Oh. What's, what's Tommy Mitchell come out? And your done? man. Oh my! I don't know if he's my man. So. Tom Mitchell has his own podcast. Yeah. We'll shout it out. Ball Magnets. Sure. We're big fans. It's we. it, it's quite similar to Magnet Movies, that no? Hugely similar. Yep. Obviously, there's a, a copyright infringement going his way. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, look out for that, Tommy. You've had your five seconds. You've had your five seconds. So, no. You've had your fame. On this podcast, he's yep. had a... He is sort of a post-grand final podcast, and he was sort of talking with the, the guy who co-hosts it with him yep. about his reflection on his his move to Collingwood and how he ended up there. Yep. Sort of said, going, he was content at Hawthorne, wanted to be there for the rest of his career mm-hmm. till early on last year where mm. early in the year it was made clear to him by coaches that he wasn't sort of wanted. Mm-hmm. He's given poor ratings for games that other players weren't where he polled Brownlow votes and yep. uh, had, a, had meetings that he felt that he was sort of targeted yep. for his his performance whether that was fair or unfair we weren't there so we don't know yep um and it was made clear to him that he he wasn't sort of welcome there and that Collingwood went and picked him up and he mm. was really grateful and you know had a great time won a flag yep so i think on the back of that i have a few questions for you sure what are your thoughts i thought i think he's pretty bitter bitter about what would you say about hawthorne i think i think he's like he's He's obviously very upset about it still. Did you listen to the podcast? So, mate, I've heard snippets. That's all I need to hear. It's his own podcast. He knew what was going to be asked. No, but did you hear how he spoke about Hawthorne? How he said, like, yeah, I understand, you know, it's a business. And he talked about how it was great mates with the players still. Doesn't matter. I don't think it came across as bitter. He doesn't have to say all this other stuff, though. Why? Like, what's he... But if it happened? What's he, what's he gained out of saying, oh, 
Hawthorne did all this awful stuff where I got these bad reviews. Like, he knew it was going to lead to. And this is his, it's not like he was asking this question out of the blue. Mm. It's his own show. Yeah. He knew what he was going to say. Maybe. And I've been thinking about this. Here we go. He's trying to warn other people. <laughs> and that's not what Hawthorne wants. Obviously, Hawthorne, young list. But how often does a young list actually win you a flag? You normally bring in talent at the yep. top end. Collingwood did it. Richmond did it. Melbourne did it. So when this Hawthorne young list is mature go. enough, and you need to top up with some people, mm. Tom Mitchell, <laughs> people are going to start playing this Tom Mitchell vision. And if you're 30 years old, are you going to go there? Are you going to go and sort of help out with this these people where you're going to be, get barreled in meetings oh, and, here we go. and picked on? I just think... Look, it's Again, narrow. It's narrow-minded and short-sighted. Sounds, I think from sounds, the Hawthorne people. Sounds like he's being, it sounds like you're both being bitter, mate. It sounds just, like you've both got some stuff against Hawthorne. I, I feel sorry for Hawthorne oh. that they let someone go who had 13 tackles in a grand final because he couldn't tackle, and it was unbelievable just to see that. I've never seen him tackle before, mate. It's the first I've ever seen him tackle. Well, it's a good time to start. So, mate, as soon as he left Hawthorne, our, our midfield numbers improved, mate. Yeah, well, it's it's it wasn't him because he wasn't allowed in the midfield. Mate. We also touched on that in the in the podcast. He was allowed eight centre bounces a game. Yeah, we probably lost for, a lot for someone who won a Brownlow medal as a centre bounce midfielder. Yeah, I think I think the issue was though, like in all honesty, if yeah. you have a so he he won, he wins in twenty eighteen. He yeah. had a good year, great year, you could argue. <laughs> <laughs> he gets injured the start of twenty nineteen. Yeah, he loses all twenty nineteen. If you didn't look at 2020 and 2021, like, he goes okay. Mm. But with him and Jager and in the midfielders, the two main midfielders, we were, like, last in the comp for clearances. Okay. Like, they were a huge issue. And so since they have got rid of those two, and maybe maybe you could say, oh, it's Amira's fault. No, but, I wouldn't say that. Like, <laughs> since, since they got rid of those two, their, their numbers have improved. And I think, like, obviously, Tom Mitchell had a very good grand final. I think we doubt that. Mm. But if you ever look at it, like... He was sub and subbed out a few times. Fourth like, in the BNF. Like he was like but there was times there he was fringe, like towards or towards the back end of the season. There was a bit of a concern. I think he was managed. Like he came fourth in the BNF, so they clearly rate what he did what he did. Yeah. Which to, I was shocked to see that. Fourth in the like, Collingwood Best and Would you say he was your fourth best best player? I wouldn't. Yeah. No. But it it shows what Collingwood valued. Mm. And that, it was that, him. Look that that's true. But yeah, I just I just think once he yeah, once he left, and I think look from what I've seen him at Collingwood, he's played better at Collingwood than Hawthorne, like significantly better. So <clears throat> where that's come from, who, who knows? Maybe he's a a change in environment, coaching staff did help him, and you know, changing the personnel around him. But mm. I think again, like if you look at where Hawthorne's heading, like they sort of said we're a couple of years away from a flag. Tom Mitchell's definitely passed his best footy then. Like mm. we need games to the young kids. So. It's it's just fascinating that. And I, obviously, we're not in the inner, inner sanctum. We're not, no. Anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that players are treated that way mm. when they're arguably coming out of their prime. Like, Tom Mitchell, if you put him on the ball all of last all of last season, would probably have still been Hawthorne's best midfielder. Oh, I don't know about that, but yep. Do you reckon Newcomb had gone past him last year in... In 2022, I'm saying. Oh, sorry. I you meant this year, sorry. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, so oh, year, no, Newcomb... last year. Yeah, no, Newcomb had probably gone past him. Yeah. I'd, I'd it... say Newcomb had gone past him this year. Maybe, okay. maybe last year level level pegging. Yeah. But it's fascinating that someone on that level is is made to feel that they're not welcome, because mm. primarily because of their age. Mm. I find that I find that interesting. I wonder if that happens at other clubs. Feel free to reach out, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it could, couldn't it? Like, and, and I think the other thing was that like when he was there... 
at his prime, like our underlying numbers were still pretty poor. So I think there were a number of issues going on. Yeah, but I th- like you're right, and that's that's and we talk about this all the time, don't we? Like AFL's a brutal game. Like, it is. And Tom Tom Mitchell talks about that as well. Yeah, yeah. He said it's a business. It is, it is a business, had, mate. And you and him quite similar, I think. <laughs> Apparently. You're on his side, I think, is what I'm hearing. Also, you've know. come around I don't and know you're off Hawthorne. I don't know about that. Vindictive. <laughs> but I will say, like, it is a brutal game. Like, the top players there for 15 years. Yeah. And, like, once you hit 30, you're past your prime generally, aren't you? Like... Yeah. Do you think primes are a lengthening with modern medicine? Especially for, like, ruckmen, for, like, key mm. forwards and key backs? Mm-hmm. I think they are midfield inside midfielders. It's tough because you lose your speed. I was about to say that. I, that's not changing at all. <laughs> but then, if you look at the Premiership midfield of mm. Collingwood, when it mattered, it was Mitchell in there. It was Pendlebury in there. Yep. Obviously with Degoy and Dacos as well, which were our speed. But there was mm. there were still roles being played by older, slower midfielders. Mm. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, look, I think I think like the the more mature midfielder. You know, has some of that footy now, so they can move the right spots. Yeah, they just, there's just a lot more of that sort of stuff going on compared to some of the younger players. So I think there's still a still a bit for that. And look, maybe it's lengthening slightly, but like you still see most players retiring mid like early to mid thirties. Mm. No, you're right. Like we don't have many players at any players at forty. No, <laughs> so not maybe, quite. Maybe, Todd Goldstein, maybe, for it. He's trying, isn't he? On time. <laughs> so maybe maybe a year or two here and there, but like it's generally pretty similar. Once you get the early to mid thirties, like yeah, you're you're, on, you're you're on one year deals. Yeah, and then you're sort of waiting until everyone goes past you, or you know you do a bad injury, or you've just had enough. Like so, um, yeah. There's a little bit about that. Yeah, so, interesting. Uh, but it is. It's a it's a brutal industry, mate. But the other thing we want to talk about, another player that said some stuff. Unbelievable, um, this. I would say this is more uh, more explosive than Tom Mitchell's. Is Stephen May. What's Stephen May going to do, mate? So, Melbourne BNF. Yeah. It was last Friday night. Yep. Who so, won, by the way? Was it Patrack? Yeah. yeah. And he cried. Did he cry, didn't he? I don't know. Heard, heard that. Okay, sure. He may not have cried. I think he did. Shout out to him. Thanks for the insight, mate. No, no worries. I was there. <laughs> in many ways. In spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Stephen May came like fifth or whatever. Yep. Gets up to do his speech. Hang on. Why did he do a speech? I, I, sure, no, I can't mean. He must he have won fifth. another He award. must have done something. He must have won Clubman of the Year or something. Yeah. Yep. Surely not. <laughs> I don't Surely, know. If, if that's your Clubman Most of the courageous year. player. There we go. Probably my most courageous player. Loose's tongue. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he gets up. Sure. telling stories to the people. Yep. His people. The Melbourne faithful in there. Yep. And he goes on a bit of a tangent, which... I'm saying maybe a couple too many cordials before I got up there. Quite possibly, yeah. And he started chirping about how it hurt to watch Collingwood win the, f- the flag because yeah. Melbourne is so much better than Collingwood. And so... And they should have smashed them. They should have smashed them. We're, and quotes like, we're so much better than these guys. I mm. can't believe they won the flag. Stuff like that. Yep. Interesting. Mm. So, obviously, in the moment, you know, the crowd loves it. So, oh, Melbourne nuffies. Yep. That's okay. Sure. But uh, on the back of it, mate, bit of backlash. Mm. What were your thoughts? Look, there should be backlash. Because guess what? Like, I had to say it, but you're not better than Collingwood. You yeah. played them in a violent lost. Like, yeah. it's, as, it's as simple as that. Like, Sorry, Stephen. Like, you had, <laughs> did, like, did you have your chances? Yes. Mm. But did, at the end of the day, like, we know who's better by the final scoreboard. Well, I don't know if you're thinking about... And the expected score premiers. Oh, sorry, the D's. That's, that's right. The D's, the D's got like 10 goals, isn't that? The old expected score premiership. Yeah. So shout out to them. So, what, <laughs> <laughs> But like, they lost. 
Yes. So, you know, bad luck. You're not better. And your issue, as we've said, is the fact you guys can't kick goals. Defensively, you are an absolutely unbelievable side. Yeah. Like, Stephen May and Jake Lever are unbelievable. Yeah. He's definitely. he's one of the best defenders in the game. Like, he is. They are so good defensively. And in the midfield, you guys are great. But guess what? You can't score goals, so none of it actually matters. Like, Correct. So, you're not actually that good. So, like, either fix it or, <laughs> or shut up. Like, seriously. So, yeah, that was my thought, mate. What, what about you? Look, I kind of like it. Yep. I, I think you've got to be able to back yourself. Yep. However, back yourself in season when you've still got a chance to <laughs> prove <right>. it. <laughs> so, I just, I don't like the, you know, the retrospective, we were better. Yeah. Because yeah. you weren't. Yep. So, that's awkward. I just think he made himself look like a bit of a deal. However, I kind of respect people going out there and just chirping. Mm. I reckon, upon reflection, maybe a few few less beers before you get up and speak, Stephen. Yeah. I don't mind a bit of chirping, but you're right. If you're doing it pre-season, yeah. I love a bit of chirp. Exactly. That's great. Like Ed Langdon, all duck, no dinner. That's right. And he got mauled by Maynard. Yeah, but, and, and if you're doing it in the, in the finals bye... Yeah. Do all the chirping you want. I love to see that. 100%. But, but you know, go out and show it. That's right. But when you've lost and you're out, yeah. you sort of just like, you actually got beaten. And it's not like there was a horrific free kick in the dying moments that gifted Collingwood a goal to win the game. No. like, And then you could have argued, well, you know, you actually better side. It was just a rubbish free kick. It was you guys just actually can't score goals. You know what they say, Josh? What they say, mate? Winners win, losers complain. <laughs> they do, mate. They There's do. They're complaining coming out, Stephen, mate. <laughs> they, they might be. The loser. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Mate, before we move on from, from AFL, anything else with the with the trade period? Is there anything that, you know, you're sort of keeping your eye on um, or any sort of trade that you're thinking will or will not go ahead or... Mm, little bit. Yeah. The big Tomahawk steak. Oh. Tom Hawkins out of the cats. Yep. He's he's flirting. He is. He's getting out there, parading himself, gallivanting. At the very least, he's putting up his contract at Geelong, isn't he? He's making sure he gets, a, you know, maybe an extra extra number in front there. Goes from a four to a five or something yeah. <laughs> for a one-year contract. So 100%. He's, he's getting some extra coin doing this. Yep. And so he sort of come out and said, Geelong and I are a long way apart. Open yep. to exploring other offers. Yeah. Whether that's real or not real, yep. we, we don't know. Probably yep. not real. Yep. However, if I'm Collingwood or Melbourne, who arguably don't have a good afford as good as Tom Hawkins, mm. and who are in the window right now, mm. go and offer him two years. Hundred percent. Go and offer him, if you can afford it. Go and offer him two years at six hundred. Yeah. It's more than he'll get at Geelong. Like he could he could be the difference for either of those teams winning a flag. Well, how much did you say Melbourne had in salary cap space? 1.4. Why not offer him one year at like 1 million? Yeah. Literally. Like something like that. 100%. Like I, I don't think he's worth that. No, but, but like but is he worth it for a flag? Yes. But and, and is he better than their current forward line? Well, as we said, no one there can score goals. So if he gets like one goal a game, <laughs> he's an improvement of what they currently got. So. Well, how much easier would things be for Fritch and Van Rooyen and oh. Cozzy Pickett if Tomahawk was there. All he literally has to do is bring the ball to ground. Yeah. That, that's his only role. So, yeah. I would like to see that. Yep. Obviously, I wouldn't like to see that because I think Melbourne would win the flag with him. Sure. But, yeah, be interesting. No, we'll see. What about you, mate? Any? Um, I'm I'm intrigued by the same team, Geelong. I'm intrigued by what's going to happen with the Asava Radigalier trade. Yeah. Because Port have offered pick 24. Which was? Emphatically rejected, which was which was knocked back, <laughs> yeah. which stunned me. Yeah. So Sarvati Galea played most of the season in the VFL. Mm. He's a fringe player for Geelong. 
Yeah. I don't can't remember the last time a fringe player even got offered for pick twenty four. Like that's already paying over. It's not what we're used to. Yeah, and it's obviously because he's intercept defender. There's not many of them going around. Well, he's sort of a, a half baked intercept defender, but that's he's all. a ruckman. Like he's he's not a <laughs> he's a no hope forward ruck that they threw back to see if he could do it. He's not Stephen Mark when he was twos. <laughs> so, so like he's okay, but like I, if I was off a pick twenty four for him, I'd be. Taking that and filling that paperwork so quickly, so the opposition can't, you know, change their mind. So yeah. I'm stunned by it. So I'm interested to see what, what happens there. That's a big watch your space one for me there because I can't believe that didn't get done. Well, he's out of contract, so I don't know why Port have to trade for him. This is something I don't understand because Geelong could arguably walk him to the draft. I, I was listening to oh, that on the radio. Good. today. yeah, yep. So if they put him to the draft for anyone to take, mm. but he's out of contract, couldn't he just leave? Or he he couldn't be out of contract. I, don't know. I think I've misunderstood the situation. I think if you're out of contract, you can go to the preseason draft. Mm. The Luke Ball, in which in which case you then have to hope that no one the else Hawks could pick you. him up, <laughs> and, and that's the risk they can't. Are you happy with that? Because we know that we would take him. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd love to take him in the preseason Osama. draft. Like we, we're Your losing man. nothing for him. So you know he's going to be an upgrade from Sam Frost. So oh. happy, happy days. Okay, so that's my guy. Look, I love Frosty, but doesn't sound like it. But again, if we talk about you know age and players, oh, you got a Tom Mitchell in. Fro- Fro- Frosty's oh, on the wrong side it, of the age. I reckon he's getting barreled in meetings this year. <laughs> oh, look, he's getting the Tom Mitchell trading. Oh, oh, look, based on his current form, I don't think there's uh, much unrequired stuff to happen there because uh, he wasn't great this year. So we'll take him at the price. No, you're oh, yeah, right. Done. <laughs> a mid twenties pick for him again, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Let's move on to the cricket. Yes. The World Cup's on. We're a week into this 15-year-long World Cup. Yes, and uh, I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, what have it what, what's happened so far, mate? What have we... For those of you haven't been watching it, what have we missed? Yeah, highlights. Opening night, New Zealand uh, made a mess of England. Yep, in right? front of a huge crowd. 30,000. Sorry, huge ground. Huge ground, no crowd. 130,000 yep. sit. <laughs> 30 it. turned up. Gosh, it was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, not yep. for me, but yep. I watched every second that would have been there if I was in India. Yep. Oh. Did you watch all of it? Nah, I went on pretty late. I reckon I turned it's it off. It's gone on so late. Yeah, I reckon I turned off. Actually, I went to bed with KO on my phone, so I was listening to it. Until oh, I fell yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, New Zealand have started well. Australia have not. Oh, boy. We, well, I want to talk to you about this. Mm, we please. made 199, didn't bat well. Nah. But then we had them three for two. Yeah, looking good. And opportunity to take the catch of Coley at four for 20. Who dropped it? Mitch Marsh, your man. That's why I'm saying we should drop him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, look, Kerry and him got confused. It wasn't great. No, oh, please. You know my man, Kerry. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, we'll get to it. Oh, mate. So, we could have had him four for 20, and we would have been we win that. every bit in that. We win that game. Catch gets dropped. Colin makes 85. Kyle Rahul makes 97. Yep. India win. Yep. Convincingly. Yep. So... Australia's second game starts in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap this up in five minutes. Sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. Are you watching much? Uh, not really. Okay. Yep. I'm keeping on... on uh, well, I'm keeping on the scores. Yeah. Watching some... Look, A, it is on a terrible time. Like... What, 7.30? No, the first hour or two is good. But yeah. then you're ready to go to bed. True. Like, and as I said, my, my wife hates the cricket. Yeah. So she's generally pretty good with watching sports, but... Watching cricket, a hard, cricket. watching cricket's a hard sell. Yeah. So, what about Saturday night, Pakistan, India? 
I might watch might try watch a little bit of that just because yeah the rivalry between the two and delicious that that'll be all right and that that'll be sold out that hundred thirty thousand that'll be yeah I reckon there might be about hundred sixty thousand there. Barbara makes a ton in a Pakistan win. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um, but no, look, so far, yeah, look, I think you're right. New Zealand are looking very potent. Mm. Um, my boys from Afghanistan are looking absolutely horrific. They're looking even yeah. worse than Australia, so it was a good call from me. Um, Not your best. Say them well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you pick? Who did you pick? New Zealand. New Zealand. And who was the other one? Oh, it was New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. yeah, I picked all these to win it, but yeah. my dark horse was New Zealand. New Zealand. Well, yeah, look, your pick of Australia is about as good as mine as Afghanistan so far. If you ask me, we were the worst country on earth, I'd still pick Australia. So you can sort of take that with a grain of salt. Well, let, let's talk about the Aussies, mate. So, yeah, first game, disaster. I've got some stuff here. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite. What are we going to do? I'm hit enraged, with Josh. Oh, hit me with it, please. So, since this time last year, yep. we've had 2020 World Cup. Yep. Then we played the Australian Summer. And then we went to India for yep. the Border Gavaskar oh, trophy, yep. test matches. Yep. Then we had the IPL. Yep. Then we had the World Test Championships. Yep. And then we had the Ashes. Yep. We've then had warm-up ODIs and T20s. Yep. And now we're in the ODI World Cup. Mm-hmm. We play essentially the same 11 in both Test yep. and, t- and T20 and ODI. Yes. No other country is doing that. Nope. We're the only ones. Someone had to see this coming. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> I don't know if... You, look, I've been thinking of this invention, Josh. Oh, it's where yep. you've got things that are coming up in the future, yep. and then you, you write them down when they're happening. Whoa. It's called a calendar. Oh, mate, what a time. Not trying to break news here. Mate, we're going to make millions off this invention. <laughs> Who thought of... How has this been allowed to happen? Oh, we look tired. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're injured. Travis yep. Head's injured. Yep. Stornis is injured. Yep. He's back tonight. But, like, we yeah. look tired, we look injured, we're not going to play well in this tournament, and it's the fault of Cricket Australia, yep. because these players are being set up to fail. And we then have another home series coming up, mate. We do. <laughs> another home summer. And, like, players like Cameron Green, Steve Smith, mm. and others, Carey, have pretty much played all of this. Yep. And it's, just, yep. it's ridiculous. Yep. It, it's it, We are so far behind other countries in oh, white so ball far. cricket, and it's so annoying. I mean, you look at someone like, and obviously they haven't started well, but if you look at someone like England, who obviously are the reigning champs, like yeah. they and they did they they won the T Twenty World, didn't they? They won the T Twenty World Cup. Uh, that was here. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So like they're obviously obviously we hate England, and we, but like they've 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 even gone gone sort of had a look at it, and they've tried to have different sides. I know India have had got vastly different sides of theirs. Yeah, like they have. They've really tried to try to change it up, and I think you're right. I think you do need to have a look at. Um, how you how you manage your players, how you rest your players. Um, you're right. Like, yeah, Kerry shouldn't be playing all three formats. And you hear how exhausting is being a keeper. Like, yeah, let's just play a keeper for every single format. It's a great idea. Like, yeah. and yeah, I think you're right. Like, they they need to have some variety. And it might mean you actually get belted in some of these games for a year, but then you're getting games those players to develop them at the top level. And like, Kerry is a good player. He's a great mm-hmm. player. But when you get you become the number one keeper in the country and you play test cricket as a keeper. Yep. You've got to change the way you play. Yeah. And he clearly has. Yep. And it's to be more defensive, hold down an end, and, and play test cricket because that's his primary job. Except for the reverse sweep in India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Not, we'll, we'll blame the groundsman for that. Sure. But like, it's just, I don't know. He, I love him. I think he's great. But yep. he, I don't think he can be the test keeper of Australia and... No. Uh, 
a batsman in T20 and ODI cricket. No. And it's unfortunate. Get Inglis in. Or yeah. other people can keep. Like, Travis Head puts the gloves on. Yep. Sammy oh. Harper, mate. He goes around the T20. Just goes out and belts them. Yeah. I thought he was English. No. No. Who Sammy. am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of the Stars Keeper. Never mind. Oh, you're thinking of... um. No, then the new keeper is, is, is Sam Harper. Are you think of Joe Clark? Yeah, I'm yeah okay. Is he English? Yeah, he's English. Okay. Cool. And he's now playing for Renegades. Yeah, right. And Harper's gone to Stars. So, yeah. Big. That they're huge, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I, I think you're right. Like, they, they need to. They need to change it. We talk uh, about this a lot. We do. We've been saying it for over a year. Mate, we have had enough of their selection. Mm. So, it's 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 a joke. And again, they need to play players who are, who are good for the format. It's like Mitch Marsh is great for the T20. But for me, he's not a 50-over player. Oh, He goes well on T20, not 50-overs. I'm a big man. I'm a big Mitch Marsh you, fan. I know you love you love Mitch Boss. Marsh. I'm not a big Mitch Marsh fan. And he cost us that game. Oh, he dropped the catch, mate. That was the difference. And sneaked off for a duck as well. That's right. So, yeah, real, real great contribution from him. But he's him. not an opener. Um, you couldn't have faced any better from Boomerang. Well, he's bold darts. In all fairness, I can't go any worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it all. So, I, I have heard it all. Well, how many did Josh Dane Jones a better batsman than Mitch no, Marsh. I, it's ha, a headline. How many did Mitch Marsh make? Donut. And how many am I making? Globe. That, mate, it's the exact same. <laughs> and I'm using up less balls. So, Six and a half dozen. So, you know, the, the, the exploit gets more time to get his eye in. So, I'm actually making you guys... Do you reckon you could whack him? If you had Jasper Bulmer yeah. coming in, yeah. do you reckon you could score a run off him? Do I get, like... Like, is it like I'm out once I go out, or do I get like three chances? No, you're out when you're out. Oh no, I'm out. <laughs> no, I, he's, I, he's just bowling yogurt to me. I'm going. I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> no, I reckon. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Look, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Like, I don't know how well it goes against left-handers. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? He didn't eat for breakfast, mate. I'm thinking. I'll, I'll walk across the line a little bit and just oh. clip, oh, just clip you around my leg, <laughs> clip you around my leg before oh. through, through sort of deep backward square, mate. and I say, Jasper. Don't bowl there. <laughs> Mate, his arms are going up for LBW before the ball's left his hand. He's that no. confident with that play. I've got a pretty quick wrist. No. <laughs> Oh, I can really turn him. Oh, mate. Yeah, so, Jasper, it, don't mate, bowl there. Mate, that'll be quick for getting the arm up for the review desperately, mate. You'll be like, review, not out. No. <laughs> I must have nicked it or something. Must no. be too high. Definitely stepping across the line. Mate. This runs in that. No chance <laughs> at all. You are absolutely driven, my friend. So... Uh, we'll see. We'll see how the Aussies go, mate. I hope they can turn around. I hope so. We'll see, mate. We'll see, mate. Should we move on to the NFL? Yeah, I haven't got much on the NFL this week. That's all right, mate. My boys keep winning, and and your other boys, you know, Dallas show the true colours and got absolutely smoked. Wasn't their week? <laughs> oh man, <mate>, that got <laughs> slaughtered. I haven't backed off them fully, but oh, I've definitely tempered my expectations. Sure, yeah, yeah, oh, mate. Come yeah. on, they they're what we all thought they were. Mate, so I've got the, uh, as always, the, the recommendation of the week. The game of the round. The game of the round. Now, this one is at 4am. Okay. It's on Channel 7, but through 7 Plus, you can watch it on demand. Okay. So, you don't have to go at 4am for it. Okay. So, you're okay. But you can. You can if you want, if you can. Yeah. I, I might actually get it for it. Because my boys are Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. What day? The 4am, what Monday. day? Monday. Monday morning. Yeah. Nice early start to your week. Yeah. So, Seattle Seahawks. Jenna Smith. Going to be slinging them. Your man. Against your man. Oh. Who, you know, he's trying to find something. Joseph. I'll make Joe Barrow. Oh. He's trying to find something. Delicious. So, 4am, Monday, you're seeing my boys, the Seahawks, against your real actual favourite player, uh, Joe Barrow. So, you know, it's huge. It is huge. It's huge. So, and both sides are 
are in almost like it's it's almost a must-win game in a sense of both. If the Seahawks lose, they really fall right back to pack. And if Joe Burrow loses, they're in a little no bit playoffs. of trouble. They're they're a long way off playoffs. I'm saying it now. If they don't win this, no playoffs. There we go. So it's huge. Yeah. So let's go Seahawks. Yeah, let's Jeez. let's go, Joe. Um, the the other game, mate, <clears throat> the, the, it's worth watching just quietly. Yeah, um, it's actually I'll have to upload the podcast. No, it's actually tomorrow, Friday. It's it's going to be a terrible game, but it's Denver versus Kansas City, the Chiefs. Okay, right? so this is the first time in his career, Patrick Mahomes has played against the thirty second ranked defense. Oh no, he's never played against the thirty second ranked defense in his life. Oh no, and he's doing it tomorrow morning. What's your tip? So. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy Mahomes, he hasn't quite been foreign yet. No. But if there's a game where he finds his form, oh. he could put up three figures. We could have a 100-point game <laughs> if he gets going. So that one might be worth tuning into, mate, the old, on Friday morning. I'll so, have it on. So tune into that, mate, to see to see what he can do. Oh, sounds good. Mate, let's uh, let's quickly move on. Before we move on to our regular segments, mate, yes. you want, you, we were doing the run sheet. We were. And I heard words from you. That I never thought I'd hear. Oh, no. And they were, we have to talk about the Olympics. No! Well, <laughs> I'm not saying that's not true. <laughs> In fact, I'm saying it is true. It is true. Because as we know, I love the Olympics. Mm. And you are not so on board the Olympics. But I'm, hey, I'm, I'm getting on board. What I'm hearing, though, is we're getting on board. Why do you want to talk the Olympics, Mark? Talk to me. Because there's been some, from the LA 28 committee, yep. Yep. there's been some proposed new sports being added. Yep. So we don't know yet, yep. I don't believe, no. which of these are confirmed to be in. And normally, I want to say it's sort of like, I reckon two of them normally get in, mm. I reckon. So the ones we've got, we've got baseball slash softball. Yep. We have... Because, well... The women play softball. And, and, and the thing is, we've already had softball. Yes. Like, we had softball at Tokyo, but right. we don't have it at, at Paris. So right. There you go. Yep. We've got lacrosse. Must. Your sport. Get that in there. We've got flag football. Oh, mate. Get that got in there too. T20 cricket. Oh, huge. Delicious. Absolutely huge. So, I would love to see oh, the Aussies with a gold medal around their necks. Oh, in, in lacrosse? <laughs> flag football. You and me, mate. We should play flag football. We should start now with a seven-year... Oh, no, what is it? Five-year plan, mate. To the Australian flag football side. We've got a very nice lead-in. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate we got this cover, mate. Yeah. So, what, what you were saying before, mate, that you'd be a... Uh, a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. And I'd be offensive tackle. Yeah. I'm just flag hunting out there. I can see us lining up against each other, mate. Yeah. Just the battle of the bulls out there. <laughs> battle of the bulls. Yeah, it'd be, uh, be, be fascinating viewing oh. for, for the no people that would turn up to watch flag football. Fascinating comedic one of the two. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Inside That's the sort of stuff that goes viral online. Is you trying to get past me and me trying to hold you back. <laughs> Hold your back as we just stumble over each other. We would look terrible. So, mate, please could, don't allow that to happen anymore. It could be very funny viewing. But that would be huge if they, if they got in. And, and if it gets in for 2028, I can guarantee a cricket sound there for 2032. There so, you go. So if you're picking two of yep. those four, yep. what are you taking in? Well, I'm taking lacrosse. You know, you know I love my lacrosse. Yes. So I'm taking lacrosse. And then the other one, I'm probably... Oh gosh, I don't even know. I, I like the idea of... I love the Olympics as the pinnacle of that sport. Yes. So, if we brought in cricket, would the Olympics be the pinnacle? No. So then I don't think it should be in there, is my theory. Like, I'd love to see it in there, but if it's not going to be the pinnacle, then I don't think it should be in there. So then I go flag football, because that would be the pinnacle of flag football. 
Flag football is not a real sport. <laughs> well, no, but like <laughs> of those of those ones, it would be the pinnacle. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really. I, I wouldn't mind to actually. Softball would be a riser. Well. That's the pinnacle of softball. So mm. I'll go that. Whereas for baseball, you'd say the MLB is the the pinnacle, yeah. and then cricket, you'd have to say the World Cup's going to be the pinnacle. Yeah. So I think I'd probably have to go with with those. What about you, mate? What are you going with? I want cricket. Yeah. Because. What I like is, if no one cares, mm. we get to see, like, the state player Aussies that we love already. I can oh. your man Renners would get a goal. Oh, then I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he's the old Capitan, <laughs> get him in. Old Jake Fraser McGurk, oh. fresh off his 125 off 29. Mate, off 38, actually. Mate, if you open with Renshaw and McGurk, yeah. we may put up 300 runs in the first 15 overs. Exactly right. Like, so I want cricket, and I want, and then you're at three, and I'm at four. Yeah, facing Jasper and Boomer, and I'll make it runs. Um, he just, he just can't find the right leg. I think it's a lefty. The sort of stocky, the stocky lefty who bats deep in the crease. That's me. Very deep behind the stumps. So he's so deep. He's scared. I'm a French cricketer. <laughs> no, I think I'd probably yeah. I, I'd make Jasper look a bit foolish. Is um, my overall analysis on it. The second sport I'd take yeah. will be softball. Oh, man, you've got to take lacrosse. Come on. Reason being. Oh, here we go. I think. Because I love lacrosse. I think. No, I think Phoebe Litchfield could be a great crossover athlete. <laughs> and if you get her on the soft field diamond, I reckon she's making runs. So, my my man, my woman, yep. Phoebe Litchfield, yep. jet cricketer, yep. I reckon she could make the transition pretty I easy to softball. I go right in lacrosse, mate. She could sling him in the cross. No, that's that. Well, no. It's, it's a, she's a softballer. I know her well. <laughs> so, because I think, I think our women, Aussie mm. cricket is obviously elite. I reckon they could translate quite well in a softball. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, if we brought cricket in, they'd probably bring it in for men and women. So, Phoebe's probably in the women's cricket no, she's side. A, she's a two-sporter. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> I had to say, mate, they're at the same time these two sports. In this world. I don't know if you know In, in this hypothetical world. world, I was sort of thinking, like, she's got a couple of weeks off in between. <laughs> it's a 10 week long Olympics. Maybe you got cricket going on when, when they're in the pool, and then you got sort of softball at the back end. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure, mate. Mm, mate. Oh, mate. Bit, bit of more thought needs to go into that, I reckon. <laughs> That's on. not something we best. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Mate, let's move on to main room of the week. Yes. Oh, I'm mad at shambles over here. We've fallen apart this episode. Mate, main room of the week. I've got a nomination for it. Sure. Speaking of Olympics, it's an Olympic champion. It's Jessica Fox, who... Do you know who Jessica Fox is? Foxy. Foxy? Do you know who Foxy is? No. Oh, mate, that's a, that's a disgrace. So she, of course, won gold in the uh, the kayak uh, in 2021. After yeah, yeah, silver. that's right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So she just mined. I she, love boats. She, they had the uh, sort of their, their world champs of the week, in, and she won both the kayak and the canoe. She's, she won both, and it's at the exact same course they're going to do Paris in. So she's just Delicious. like, she's tuning up, she's ready to go, she's a superstar, so she's my nomination for of the week. I think I know who she is. Has she, was her dad her coach? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, her dad, her, like, he was like super involved. He, he was commentating the final yeah, that she yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't that. know if he was, he might have been the coach. He I was think, definitely commentating. I think he was like a junior coach, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was there, and it was yeah all emotional. And, Great. No, nah, she's a superstar. Love that. So, good on her. Mine's Jordan Degowie. Okay. Yep. So he's had, he's had two good things this week. What's he done? So in response to, to Stephen May, yep. he rolled with 
I've got a premiership medal around my neck. Yeah, nice. So, solid. Didn't yeah. go too aggressive. Yeah, Winners sure. win. Lose, yeah. complain. Sure. But his best work of the week. Yeah. What's he done? When, he, when asked about Jack Gidman going to the races mm. the night before the grand final, he said, Jack's got a bit of growing up to do. I reckon that's the most ironic statement I've ever heard out He said a few short years ago, going to Bali in the mid-season break. Yeah, <laughs> times have changed for the great man. He's just become a, an elder statesman of the game. Didn't he have issues this year? Didn't he get a Bali? Did he get a Bali this year? No, nah, he just KO'd a kid in the game. Elijah Hewitt. Sorry, bud. Tell your story, Walker. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So, it's big from Geordie. And I'm a fan. <laughs> it's not that ironic, isn't it? He's, he, he's trying. Oh, mate, Geordie. He's trying with it. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, mate. What is he What is he doing? So, no, that's good, mate. I like that. That's, Thanks, uh, mate. That's good from him. And from you, mate. But good from, good from him. Yeah. I, I just realised, mate, you know we haven't done... I haven't even done it. We haven't, I haven't, we haven't done Jeff's question. So, we've actually got two questions. I oh, didn't even no. look at the questions this week, mate. Oh, no. What have we done? Oh, no. This is, this Should we bar it? This is a live a live view, a live look at the question. So, oh, there you go. His, his question, you love this. Okay. His question was, why doesn't Cricket Australia seem to have a plan to develop the young players? Wow. This is what we were talking about, mate. He's on board with us. Very good from Jeffrey. So, he's only, the only issue in this team and that the last World Cup is that Finch has retired. So, yeah. it's actually pretty true. No, he's right. So... Uh, why don't why don't Jeff? Yeah, so, and he's not happy about that. So well done. Um, and then we've got a question from old mate, uh, old mate Barry. Oh boy, uh, uh, from Basil. Oh boy, <laughs> it's quite long. So are you, are you gonna have a pre-read? Uh, do you read out now? I'll just read it out. Sure, sure. And, and, well, it's, it's about footy, so okay. I'll just read it out. So I'll, I'll, I'll just want to check there was no expletives first before I read it out. <laughs> Here you go. So I just wanted to write in a. Oh, well, this is rubbish. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a pre-read, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't know. So I just wanted to write, uh, I think it's to, just wanted to write to side with Johnny. Oh! Apparently, that our generation definitely doesn't hate or love certain teams. Me as a North fan and a neutral in the granny was just so happy to see an exciting game of footy. Well, I mean, it's because you're a North fan, mate. Like I did flag this last week. We, we don't, you are in the severe minority. We don't really worry about North fans. Severe so. minority. I mean, there's only about seven of them. As so I mentioned. That's all right. Severe. So I wanted to ask what it would take Josh to not hate Collingwood and others for no real reason. If it's a team that literally that's literally made up of only good blo- good blokes with a likeable coaching side and of footy, surely you couldn't hate that. That is that's the best question ever written on the I show. I don't know if we could say that it's just good blokes at Collingwood. Did I did I send I that to him? Did I, I send that to him for him to send in here? Quite possibly. Conspiracy. <laughs> I didn't. But that is that's essentially what I was trying to say last yeah. week. Is I, it, wow. I think if you I think if you had a team of just good blokes that was likable, I would like them. Oh boy. We don't have that yet. So <laughs> I'm still one. Okay. So you know, I think we we touched on maybe one of the blokes before isn't isn't so likable. So he's aged up. So <laughs> In, in his view, he has. No, he's aged up. So, no, I'm big on him. So, I think there's a few. And the other thing is, as we said, our issue isn't necessarily with, with the Collingwood team. You can't say our. You're speaking for one. The, the, our issue. Our, the, the people. The, the podcast issue. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the view of the Magnet Movers Collective. <laughs> We've always said... I stand with Basil. <laughs> We've always said, is also the fans. The Collingwood fans are awful. They're horrific. Just watch the grand final again and watch the pre-game and those shots of the fans and that's why we don't like them. Alrighty? Just grow up, Basil. He needs to grow up and look at himself. Oh, I reckon it's a really well-made point. So, no, please. And you show me what... They, they're not a team of good blokes. That's why we're going for Brisbane. They are a team of good blokes. That's why we're going for them. 
Win is win. Unlike Hollywood. Loser's good play. <laughs> This is a setup here. It's I'm actually tra- not a setup. I'm starting to give you and Basil the same person here, mate, is what I'm thinking. Because, <laughs> honestly, I mean... It's not a setup. Here's my, here's my he's, question. He's captured what I was trying to say does, last does week. Ba- do you think Basil gets to many games? Yeah, he's a North member. Is he a member, is he? Yeah. He strikes in the, the sort of blood. Oh, does no. he get to many games? Oh, no. He strikes in the sort of blood. That's a North fan. No. A fan, in quotation marks. That, you know, might watch it a casual game, but doesn't actually get to the games, I reckon. So, no, he he's definitely been on he's, a Collingwood game. He hasn't been on a Collingwood game, that's for sure, if he thinks they're all right. He actually asked me to get tickets to a Collingwood game, but, oh, I'll well, use my tickets. So, I went. Sorry, Basil. <laughs> and, and that's why he doesn't know about Collingwood. I didn't get the game. No, we lost. I should have um, given it to him. <laughs> anyway. Mate, time for, uh, time for a joke for you, mate. Oh, please. I've revived the segment for you. Um, here we go. I've got two for you. Okay. <laughs> let's, oh, see, no. let's see if we go. I'm a little bit worried. This reeks of a lack of preparation. <laughs> Look, it was quite <laughs> late. Anyone smell that? <laughs> it was quite late this week. Here we go. I'm trying to organise a hide-and-seek tournament, but it's really hard to find good players. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, here we go. I've got another point. Today at the bank, an old lady asked me to help check her balance. So I pushed her over. <laughs> That's better. Here we go. Better hurting old people. That's what gets me. <laughs> it always gets a cheap laugh, doesn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Gladys. <laughs> Your balance is no good. <laughs> it's rubbish. Get up. <laughs> oh, where are we? There you go. Where are we? There we go, mate. I've got a couple of local heroes. Oh, yeah? Just one, actually. Give it to me, what, Who's our local hero this week? Well, it's me grandpa's 85th birthday today. Oh. Shout out to him. You didn't push him over, did you? Is that where the link was? I didn't test his balance. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. But I reckon if I did... Yeah. yeah you'd good. be fine. Oh, happy birthday. 85. Yeah. Happy birthday. Big grazer. There you go. Good man. That's a great effort. Yep. And another local hero. Yep. Great mate of mine. Chainbo. Who's Chainbo? Works Dan Murphy's. Okay. Guess what he secured me this morning. A slab of the Carlton Draft Collingwood Premiership cans. Oh, here we go. What a man. There you go. So, thank you to Chamber. Well done, Chamber. What a guy. Oh. So, a couple of local heroes. There you go. Fantastic. Pretty much just running my circles, but... <laughs> They're very, very local. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what are we trying to emphasise this week? What have, you, uh, well, what, have, what have you got for me? Other than the Collingwood Carlton Draft Premiership cans, yep. which quite hard to get, sold out pretty much everywhere... So, so what you're saying is everyone's coming to your place. <laughs> I might be commercialising. <laughs> Twenty bucks a can. <laughs> it's gonna be tried on for size about eight weeks. Those prices. <laughs> yeah. Nah. So my try on for size. What do you got? It's yep. here with it. It's a preemptive. Okay. So this this weekend I'm going on a hike. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's glorified walking again. <laughs> <laughs> Get out in nature. So this is this is a, a bush hike. Okay, yep. out in um, out in, in Bansdale. Oh, it is actually in the country, man. Oh, you were going to say in Franks, and no, you no. your definition of country. Yep. No, no. So I'm going to the. It's called the Den of Nagan. This walk. Okay. It's sort of a like a three hour sort of hike to and from setup. Okay. Through some uh, forest, some, some bush, some scrub. Some bush. There's some. Uh, I think there's a cave. Oh, okay. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. Decided I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gone hiking. Is it you and Victoria or you and other mates? Or just, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. me and Victoria getting out there. Yep. And um, yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, good luck, mate. Thanks. Hopefully I'll see you next week. Hmm. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't pencil it down. A bit of grey lead. This might, this might be the last ever podcast. Absolutely. Well, gone out with a bang, mate. Might, might be a one-man band next week. <laughs> oh, mate, we better wrap this absolute garbage. We are, we are spitting that up. Guys, thank you for joining us. We will catch you next week. Enjoy the rest of the trade period. Yes. Uh, hopefully it's a good one, and we'll catch you right at the end of that one next week. See you when you're older. <laughs>